You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Hey, these are the movies that molded me. These are the movies that molded me. Jal the movies. Jal the movies. Hey, one love. Hey, I like the movies with the boobies. Welcome back to another Movies That Molded Me. It's, o- <laughs> it's Omar here with that three-headed monster. Yes, that Serbius of podcasting trio, Chris and Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, I'm, dro- dropping some Greek mythology on you guys. Come on, Serbius, the, the three-headed dog monster. Whatever. He wants anyway. to sound educated. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I watch a lot of movies. That's all it is. <laughs> Today, our Is there a Disney movie about that? I'm sure it's no. probably in there someplace. All, all the magic that's in Disney movies. I mean, I guess Hercules, but anyway, yeah. So we're talking <laughs> Disney today, and our guest is is Everett Everett Mobley. He had his own podcast called Geek Cinema Podcast, which you can still I'm ass- assume find on Apple Podcasts and all the streaming uh, sites. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, yeah. And he has about a hundred episodes out there to check out, and he's going to come on today. There's a hundred. Yeah, uh, more than like us. one, one twenty <laughs> wow. or something like that. I don't know. Damn, see okay. more than a hundred. And uh, so, Geek Cinema Podcast, and we're here to talk about Disney movies today and Greek mythology. They are the same thing. Well, I'm actually interested in why Everett chose Disney movies. I mean, why? Why is that what you want to do? Um, I I think well, yeah, the the podcast is called Movies That Molded Me, and um. I feel like the majority of moldability with movies is when you're like younger and yeah. I watched a lot of Disney movies when I was younger and for some reason I never grew out of that phase. So I still watch <laughs> every one that comes out today and I own a good chunk of the Disney animation studios films uh, as well as Pixar. And I just love all of them. So, well, I think Elizabeth and you are going to have a lot in common today. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys kind of team up against me and Omar. Maybe we'll see. Okay. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as the rules go for Disney, just to clarify for the listeners, we're going all Disney. So not just Disney animated. And so this includes Pixar that's, that Disney's teamed up with. And even well, now, wait cinema, a minute. The, the newer. Is that Pixar movies like without a Disney affiliation or do they have to be like Disney Pixar? They have to be Disney Pixar. So after 2006. Okay. All right. And then what's the year when they took over all the Lucasfilm stuff for Star Wars? If I remember correctly, wasn't The Force Awakens the first one that they came out with? I believe so. And then Rogue One after mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah. So Disney's a huge car- uh, category. And honestly, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that it would have been a fun one to do. But as I was looking at them, I mean, this, I'm excited about today's list, man. I'm I'm bringing the heat out of some of these movies I hadn't thought about in a really long time. And um, and actually, one of mine's more recent as well. So I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, Hell let's yeah. do this. Uh, Everett, you get to go first. And then the order that we're going oh. in for listeners, uh, I believe Elizabeth is going after Everett, myself. And Chris is last because he can't play paper, rock, scissors. I lost <laughs> again. <laughs> it sucks. But hey, maybe I'll win this one too. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> getting used to losing, aren't you, Chris? 
All right, I Everett, definitely what? lost the last one. Jesus. <laughs> All right, Everett, what's your number three movie that motivated you for, that is Disney affiliated? Yeah, uh, so actually, uh, before the podcast, we were c- kind of talking about how, like, the game is some kind, times seems weighted towards the majority of age range um, on the podcast, and uh, this one is kind of gonna seem like a stupid play game-wise, but uh, it, it, it actually molded me and affected me in a large way, and that's, it came out last year, uh, Disney Pixar's Toy Story 4. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming I'm probably the only person that saw it uh, on here, but I didn't care. Uh, I, I it had a huge impact on me. Um, I not only that I like I loved the movie. I I as a big Pixar fan. Um, I much like anybody else. I believe there was no reason going in expecting it to be any good because it just seemed like it was going to be a cash grab after the the first three were kind of like a perfect bow tie together and it seemed unnecessary but uh it ended up being one of the funniest movies i saw last year as well as like it was just gorgeous to look at like it the, it was so photoreal the cgi in it um and also it really touched me and moved me and um in a like i uh went through i just went through a divorce the past two years and uh um, but I won't, don't want to spoil the movie, but in a way it like helped me get over like my wife leaving me in a certain way. Um, wow. Very Dude, intensely. You're just a baby. And, um, How old are you? You're too old to be going through a divorce. I mean, too young. Too uh, young. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, just under 30 or you know, two okay. years in, 28. Yeah. That's a bummer, man. I'm that it's interesting though, that you bring up a movie that's so recent, you know, Toy Story 4. And people, I don't think, like whenever you first tell them, oh, yeah, Toy Story 4, they're not going to be thinking it's a movie that could help a fully grown man get through uh, a divorce, you know, or a separation. I think that's really interesting. What about the movie was it that kind of helped you do that? Well, uh, without spoiling it, it kind of it, it just deals with uh, people making decisions in their life to go different ways. And, you know, when you're dealing with relationships, whether friendships or otherwise, it like it can be kind of ugly and you just, mm, it made me um, kind of accept that I had no control in that scenario. And like, I mean, everyone has to make their own decisions. That's right. Yeah. That's deep. Well, these movies always have a really, usually have a really good moral to them. And and I think that that's, you know, a really cool thing to talk about right off the gate. So uh, what would you give toy story Four on uh, our gray scale? (laughs) Um, I'm actually going to give it a five. Because, uh, right. like I said, that affected effect was big. It molded me. The acting is phenomenal, as usual with Pixar, as well as the direction. I uh, like I said, the cinematography or faux cinematography of those movies. Like it looks great. Uh, like I said, there's a scene early on in the movie. I'd recommend everybody go see it because or go rent it or something. Uh, there's a scene where Woody and Bo Peep are underneath a car, and it Ooh. looks like real rain around them. It's oh. insane, like how far it's come. And then, like, I was endlessly entertained. I saw it twice in theaters. So, all right, uh, Elizabeth, have you seen Toy Story Four? Okay, here's the sad thing. I love Pixar, and Omar even rented this for our kids, <laughs> but I did not get to sit down and watch it with them. Oh, I can't remember man. why. I, there was a reason. That's shocking. <laughs> I know. Actually, it's very sad. I'm I, very surprised you have not seen it. I know, Everett. I wish so badly that I could vote on this one, but. I cannot because I have not seen it. 
Mm. I'm very sad. So, Omar, have you seen Toy Story 4? I have not. I am a fan of the Toy Story movies. And obviously, Elizabeth told you guys, I brought it home for the family to watch. The kids love it. I wish that I should probably go grab one of them and have them vote for you, Everett. So your score's <laughs> higher. But yeah. I did not get a chance to watch it either. And I plan on it. It just didn't happen. So, Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Everett, I do apologize. But I have not seen any of the Toy Story movies. So I will not be any able to vote wow. on this at all. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Um, it's a little past my time. I think he's right about the age bias thing. So that I mean, means that... the first Toy Story, really? You didn't even see the first one? That was the 90s. I, well, I probably would have already been a teenager by then and would have been moved 95. on to other things. Yeah. 95? Yeah. So, we weren't teenagers yet in 95 quite yet, Chris. <laughs> I, I was. I was 15 years old. I was definitely an older soul, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot you watched horror movies when you were seven, so forget Pixar. I was, for sure. Uh, so that means Toy Story 4 is going to get a four, or excuse me, a five on the grayscale. And I, Ooh, I, I know so I'm going to watch sad. these because I've heard really great things about them. Uh, the fact that it helped a grown man says everything, right? So um, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to, one day I'll binge all four of them. I'll be waiting. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay my number three is lion king because so if you don't know the storyline yet i don't i can't i have no words for you if you don't know the storyline yet of lion king um yeah it's okay so it's about lions Look beyond what you see there's so many quotable moments in here. This was um, one that opening scene, scene obviously, is, is, is so amazing. Um, I, I remember watching it when it first came out, but that opening scene, I have this vivid picture of our second daughter. We were getting ready to move out of the house we were living in right after our son was born. Is that the one where the lion like eats the, uh, the antelope? What? <laughs> no, the opening scene when... <laughs> The camera's scanning across the savannah. Oh my gosh, you guys, stop. And and they like have the antelope coming over the ledge and going down and and like running and I was just and then yeah. And the whole the monkey holding up or the baboon, whatever, holding up Simba. It's just it's like whatever his name is. Anyway, point is at the end of that scene, when I had my kids watching it that one day child has to do that. their baby every <laughs> single one and at the end of that scene the first time my girls watched it my two older girls our second daughter stood up and clapped and like she was cheering it was so cute she was just two years old and for when she watched it for the first time and i have this vivid picture of her just like overcome with watching this opening scene just standing up and clapping i was like that's right that's what this movie does to people it just makes you want to stand up and clap plus it has uh disney's worst villain in it so there you go <laughs> well and jonathan taylor thomas was huge at the time and he he voiced simba right i bet you were like so in love with that guy i don't even remember who voiced it but yeah probably young simba no he was like the the teen heartthrob at the time he was I, the I teen heartthrob you. i liked him for I half a minute that, until i figured out i figured okay wait he, i liked him until i figured out <laughs> how tall he was joke. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly until i figured out how tall he was or short and then um one of one of the girls in my youth group who ended up being one of my best friends i went and spent the night at her house one night and realized that her 
all of her walls and her ceiling were plastered with posters of his face. And it freaked me <laughs> the F out. I was like, enough with that. I've seen enough of him. See you later. <laughs> so, yeah. She was, was a big home that. improvement fan. She uh, was. Okay. Well, what do you give Lion King on the grayscale? <laughs> a five. <laughs> okay. And, and to be clear, are we talking about the one, the cartoon or the live action one <laughs> that came out this year? The cartoon. Okay, good. Everett, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I love the movie. Um, it's but for some reason, it's never been one of my favorites of Disney. I think it's because it's so serious. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. It does have funny moments, but I was always drawn drawn more to the uh, comedy heavy Disney movies. So I want to say for me, this one's probably a f- three. Because the entertainment doesn't draw me back to it as much, and it didn't mold me necessarily, I don't think. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> what year did this come out, babe? 95. Um, I'll give it a 3.8. <laughs> did the uh, did the point eight depend on what year it came out? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> no, I just couldn't remember. I'm trying to remember like how old I was when it came out, because it did have some of an impact on me, and... Ever is right. It, it's a little more serious than I would want from a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, like Rafiki is great, you know. And there's just oh, he's awesome. Um, so much of that, so much of that movie banana. is is great. And you have Scar as the villain. Um, but Pumba, Pumba, <laughs> Pumba, yeah. But <laughs> and and it was really Simone. huge on like the generation right below mine. I felt like at the time, same, like, yeah, and. So, but I, it was a good movie. So three, eight. Um, I also, I, I liked this movie. I thought it was good. I remember watching it at school so many times when the teachers just didn't feel like teaching. So they put it on. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's really the only time. Oh yeah, of course. But Says that's Oklahoma education for you. Um, I don't do that. So anyhow, the, I probably would have never seen this movie otherwise because at the time I was already starting to get out of cartoons and all that shit. So, um, you know, it didn't really mold me. I do remember there was a huge controversy surrounding one scene where an adult uh, Simba lies down on like a plateau and all this, uh, I guess, dust flies up into the air and it spells out sex. Have you guys uh, heard about this controversy? Yeah. No. Yeah. There, are a few hid- there are a few hidden treasures in Disney movies back <laughs> in the 90s that you can find. Like the Aladdin magic carpet scene was another oh, yeah. one that does the same thing. It's about us at sex. And it's kind of like, is it there? Or is it not? Is it just adolescent boys wanting it to be there? I don't know. <laughs> well, I heard that it was actually SFX for right. sound effects or something like that. But who knows? Uh, anyhow, um, this movie didn't really mold me. I am going to tell a quick little anecdotal story. Years later, as an adult, I was a manager of a Chili's and there was this African kid that worked there and he spoke Swahili, right? And he was so animated and he was real wiry and kind of just like, uh, very hyper. And he really, I don't care how this sounds. It's just the honest truth. He really reminded me of Rafiki from The Lion King, like hardcore. And so one day I I just said, hey, man, I'm going to start calling you Rafiki. And he just beamed. He like smiled so big. And he goes, Rafiki means friend. And I was like, huh? And he was like, in Swahili, Rafiki means friend. He was so excited. And so from that day on. you got to be racist. And he just, you know, was none none (laughs) of the wiser. It was was a perfect little match. (laughs) 
it had nothing to do with his skin color. It was his personality. Sure. And he, I, I love that kid. Of course, he's a full grown man now. But uh, anyhow, yeah, I always liked that story, but was always afraid to tell it. Maybe I'll cut it out. Maybe I won't. Uh, anyway, I'll give The Lion King a three on the grayscale. I kind of feel the same way uh, as you all. Uh, I mean, I think you should give it a couple it, extra bonus points for the story. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it, it's, it's a good movie, uh, but it's not something that I ever care to watch again. And I'm definitely not going to be watching the live one, uh, the live action one. Uh, so Lion King is going to get a 14.8 on the grayscale. Uh, that moves us to Omar. What is your third favorite Disney movie of all time? Oh, this is going to be fun. So my number three of all time Disney movies came out in 1989, directed by Joe Johnson Starring Rick Moranis. It's oh, yeah, Honey, I knew this was coming. I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Yes. I, I mean, the main reason I chose this is uh, Rick Moranis. I mean, 1989, I'm seeing this in theater. You know, I'm nine years old. And just the, the imagination of, you know, being able to be, like, shrunk down and confronted by all the things in your backyard is like this epic backyard adventure. Rick Moranis plays the father who's also a scientist who's working on this uh, shrink ray invention, basically. And it works, and he's super excited about it. But before he can take it back to his superiors, his bosses, to show it off, his kids find it and shrink themselves. And um, they're trying to let their dad know that they're shrunken so they can become unshrunken, I guess is the way you would say that. And yeah. um and like I said, it's just this, they're confronted by like ants, you know, they're like much larger than they are and all these little, it's, it's just a, such a fun movie, especially for a nine, 10 year old to, to watch for the first time. And I just want to say a little bit about Rick Moranis because this dude is boss as far as I'm concerned. His wife died of breast cancer in 1997. And so basically he was at the height of his comedic acting career through like the 80s and the early 90s and he ba just left acting altogether and stayed home and raised his two kids like to mm -hmm. this day like the media doesn't know their names he just like keeps it like secret he's like super into being a dad and has zero regrets about walking away from millions of dollars and uh i always thought that was really really awesome and it, he plays in some of my favorite movies little shop of horrors ghostbusters i mean one and two come on so um I would say he's one of one of my heroes in that whole genre, and he's coming back. Uh, I just I was doing some research, and he's playing in Shrunk, um, which is basically a sequel to all the Honey I Shrunk the Kids trilogy of movies and things that came out after that. So, all right, so Omar, what do you give Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Everybody's coming out giving their number three movie a five. I don't know what's going on here. So I feel like I have to like <laughs> keep pace with this. But, you know, to be true to myself, I'll give it a 4.9. Okay. I feel like if a, I feel like if a movie's going to be on your top three, I mean, it can get a five. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, okay. 4.9. Um, let's see here. Everett, what do you think about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Um. I'll be honest. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. This yeah. was, and I honestly, all three of those movies were always like, you know, on daytime television on weekends, but I, I don't know if I ever sat down and watched it all the way through. I know a couple years ago, 
I feel like me and my at the time wife watched maybe it on Netflix, but I don't remember it enough. So not a lot stuck with me, evidently. Um, yeah. I don't remember Ooh. it being the best thing <laughs> in the world. Uh, maybe it's one of those things you have to see when you're younger. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, think I mean, so. I, I love like a, your homage talking about Rick Moranis. I I think he's great. I love his SCTV stuff and uh, yeah, well, Little Shop of Horrors is a great. Um, but I can't say that he he saved that movie for me necessarily or <laughs> made it stick out to me. So I I guess suck I'm, on that, Omar. I'm, I'm gonna give it a two. I guess I don't I don't remember anything about it. Really. Well, now you can give it a zero if you don't think you've no, seen it. No, or you can give it a three if you. Know, well, I'm that's sure like, the acting kind of three, is great. Three is the middle of the. Yeah, exactly. You have to like go by the rubric. It gets more than a two, even so. All right, so uh, Everett, you, you think two for Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, I, I feel like I at least enjoyed it a little bit, so I'll give it a two. All right, Elizabeth, what do you think about this movie? Okay, well, story first, then I'm reading it because I remember watching this as well when I was young. I'm not sure that I saw it in theaters, but I definitely know we watched it. And the ant terrified me. I had nightmares (laughs) of being... It was so freaky. It... um, (laughs) The broom gave me nightmares, <laughs> and I was always concerned that um, I would drown in a bowl of milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dad, uh, don't eat me. <laughs> I had such a vivid imagination that I could see myself in those positions, like <laughs> those kids found themselves in. I'm like, my dad's going to shrink me. It's going to be terrible. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, this this movie is on my list. It definitely molded me. I'm going to give it a four. All right. Honey, I Shrink the Kids gets a four from Elizabeth. You can go higher similar... than that, oh, <laughs> no, it's fine. I, it, it was on your list. I, I think four is, is sufficient. Uh, her, number th- a... her number three got a five. And if it was on her list, it was like a two <laughs> or a one. And she's going to give it a four because she doesn't want to no. give me an extra point. That's all I, I don't think is. you should be judging a woman for her choices, Omar. <laughs> um, now you're into so... women's rights. <laughs> well okay so similarly to you elizabeth i also was terrified of an aspect of this movie not the ant i thought the ant was great uh but the scorpion we had scorpions on our property in oklahoma like hardcore and so and sometimes they would come into the house and so after watching that movie i would have sleepless nights where I would sit there and I would like just look around my bed to make sure there were no scorpions crawling. So that part absolutely terrified me, but this is a great movie. There's one kid. I think his last name is Rushton. He was in a lot of movies during that time, uh, overboard big, uh, and then later on pet cemetery too. Um, I was a really, uh, kind of a big fan of his cause I loved those movies and he's in this, I can't remember his name, but anyway, yeah, Rick Moranis rules. This was one of the movies that I, cause I, I have seven movies that I haven't even like put in any certain order here on my list. Cause I'm just going to choose them as they come. Um, so I love this movie. I'm going to give it a four on the grayscale, which is going to give honey. I shrunk the kids a 14.9 14. 9. so far in the lead. Way to go. Ricky. Yes. <laughs> Chris, bring All us right. up in the rear here. That's Seth's job, but I'll, I'll try. <laughs> okay. So oh my for my third favorite Disney movie, oh shit. I've got a list of seven here. Let me see. I'm going to go with. It doesn't matter. You're still going to lose. 1967. 
Wolfgang Reitherman directed The Jungle Book, which, uh, if you don't know, of course, is about this little orphan Mowgli who is in the jungle. He's being kind of raised by wolves. Uh, and, uh, anyway, there's this big bad named Shere Khan. He's a, a tiger and, uh, all the animals think it's best to get Mowgli out. So they're trying to take him to, to the man village. And, uh, he's helped along by Baloo and Magira and all these other characters. And, and along the way he's, you know, gets in all sorts of trouble. Um, and it's just a blast of a movie. This movie actually was inspiration for a lot of animators, uh, that eventually ended up going into animation. They'll, they'll cite this movie as the thing that inspired them to do that. Uh, and certainly the characters from this movie showed up in a ton of other Disney movies and, Mm -hmm. uh, and cartoons like tailspin and other things like that. Uh, and actually was awesome. Oh dude, I fucking loved it. And then as far as uh, Walt Disney goes, this is actually the last movie he produced before he died. Wow. So, uh, you know, it definitely has significance there. So I love the jungle book and it definitely molded me, made me just uh, wanted to be one with nature that Mowgli kind of uh, inspired. So uh, I'm going to obviously give this movie a five on the grayscale. What do you guys think about the jungle book? Is Chris allowed to put an uh, animated movie on his list for as much crap as he gives me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this. It is Disney, okay? Whatever. <laughs> Honestly, um, I love this movie uh, and watched it quite a bit growing up. Um, I I was uh, I came from a family of six, so I shared the TV with three other siblings growing up. So um, we kind of had to agree on the few vhs tapes we had uh and the jungle book was one of them we probably i mean only had like 10 movie 10 disney movies at the time and uh this one i watched quite a bit um and i would say it even molded me in a way because uh much like a few other disney movies growing up i wanted to become a artist and uh animate um so uh this one actually even molded molded me and i rewatched it either last year or the year before on blu-ray and uh it totally holds up um yeah it looks great i i I would honestly entertaining uh direction wise acting and uh, one thing that interests me about disney is the way like they go throughout the years how it changes and all that and the jungle book came out at a time where disney like did not spend any money on their movies because they had gone through, you know, w- they basically almost went bankrupt with Fantasia uh, right, right after World War Two, and so uh, that's all, all their stuff from the '60s and '70s looks real cheap. Uh, but the Jungle Book, for some reason, looks better than anything else in, in that area, and uh, so I, I'd actually, I'm gonna give it a five. Hell yeah! Ooh. I want to be like you. Oh, yeah. And the I music's that song great. stuck in my head, too. Hell yeah, yeah the music is. from this movie was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it does look fantastic. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you think about The Jungle Book? It was a good one. It has some quotable bits in it, too. Like, isn't that the one where the two vultures go, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? The vultures are uh, based on the Beatles. They were based on the Beatles, which is amazing. I'm going to give this movie a four. I really did like it. I like that style of uh, animation in the Disney timeline. I'm not going to list any of the other movies from that time period, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, it it is some of my favorite. It's some of my favorite movies are from, from Disney are from that time period. So yeah, yeah, I'll give it a four. Okay. Omar. 
<sighs> the Jungle Book. Good pick, Chris. <laughs> Good pick. I I mean, I'm not a fan of the Jungle Book, oh, but at the same time, of course you're not. At, at the same time, it's not a bad movie. I'm not going to like talk <laughs> shit on it. It just never like molded me. I want to say like more than anything, you guys were talking about how Honey I Shrunk the Kids was scary for you guys. I think if I remember correctly, there's some stuff in the Jungle Book. Maybe I saw it a little bit too young, but like I remember it. it turned me off i wasn't really into it like i mean i i, I can I, see that so um i'll give it and you're killing so i'm gonna give it a three is the best i can do for you <laughs> he all docked right. points because you're doing amazingly <laughs> that's all right okay so all you, right you so, docked point just because i, I don't even know why <laughs> all right so a recap of the first round uh so far we've got uh the jungle book in the lead with 17 points followed by honey i shrunk the kids with 14.9 points and then lion king with 14.8 points uh toy story four i'm sorry you've only got five we're gonna be sad (laughs) we're gonna be moving into the second round here everett what is your second favorite Disney movie of all time. Uh, okay, so I mentioned moldability. Uh, Toy Story 4 helped me get through a tough area. Um, I t- said the Jungle Book uh, inspired me to become an artist, which, uh, by the way, I never followed through with after the age of like 10 or so. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I gave up, um, became a musician. and um, But like most of these movies, when I was going through them, the like largest uh impact they had on me was uh um the way they molded my sense of humor um mm-hmm. and this one especially did that um which is um not from Disney Animation Studios but rather uh their side studio and that is a goofy movie oh okay oh, nice um I'm i glad you i put rewatched this on the list. uh this year i i've I, I've been re-watching a ton of movies more than watching anything like new or uh, stuff that I haven't seen before because uh, last year I watched 365 movies. Um, wow. And uh, a lot of those were not stuff I had seen before. So this year I've, it, I, it eventually becomes feeling like work. So uh, this year I've just been re-watching a bunch of stuff and I revisited a Goofy movie and um, watching it, 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 it really is a hilarious movie and joke after joke i was realizing oh yeah this is me this is who i became because of this movie uh my dad and i would watch it together constantly when i was growing up so awesome um awesome that's what i have to say about that that's cool uh what would you give a goofy movie on the grayscale i i don't think it's you know what i even gave it five stars on letterbox so i'm just gonna give it five again because why not I loved everything about it. Uh, honest and direction-wise. Speaking of that, like it doesn't look like any other animated movie from the time. Like it's it's a uh, directed like it's a uh, live-action coming-of-age movie. Like it has all these really unique shots, and it's is very cool. All right, yeah. um, Elizabeth, what do you think about a goofy movie? So yeah, this is where the age thing kind of comes into play. It didn't mold me, so I'm going to give it a four. Um, but it was a, I thought it was a good movie uh, to echo Everett. I did like the animation as well, and the storyline was re- really cool as well. So I'm giving it a four. What I like 
most about the Disney movie, or the Goofy movie, I should say, is that, and I'm so glad you put it on your list, and I knew that you had posted earlier, like a couple of weeks ago on Facebook, about how much you like this movie, and so I kept it off of my list for that reason, so good job. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> I love it because it's a black movie too. I mean, like it's it's funny hearing like a very white kid talk about how, how much it molded them. Because for a lot of like young black kids, it was one of those movies that they related a lot. Because it's like it's almost undeniable at this point after watching the Goofy movie to say that Goofy is not black, you know. And because those kids were definitely like it what. Was just... <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This has been a thing for years, Chris. Have you not known this? Goofy's a yes. dog. Yeah, but if you if you watch if you watch these kids, man, it, it's just like it it's relatable to like the way that they act and talk, and it's it, it's a thing for sure. Look it up. All right, okay. I mean, I don't I don't deny it. I just you know I'm ignorant when it comes to Goofy. Huh. I suppose because he's white. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I will give it for. That reason alone, I'll give it a 4.8. All right, 4.8. And I hate to say it, but I have not seen a Goofy movie. But I will say that I do remember the commercial as a kid uh, where um, I don't know who it was, but I think it was Pauly Shore's voice. Yeah. And Shore's, he yeah. would take the, uh, the, the spray cheese that they used to have, like cheese... <laughs> whiz or whatever the fuck it was called and he was like the leading tower of cheese or something like that i do remember that so if if i can remember the commercial can i give it at least one star no (laughs) have you not seen the movie i haven't seen it okay we'll watch it because it's animated it's good i i I don't know 1995 you're it's i'm at that age i think where i like i said the only reason i watched the damn lion king is because they played it in in class what other movie that we've already talked about came out in 95 was it Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? That was live action. No, that anyway, was 89. 89. Yeah. Oh, it was 89. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So unfortunately, I won't be able to vote on it. I'm sorry. So that means that a Goofy movie is going to get 13.8 on the grayscale. It's better than five. Oh, every- <laughs> it's better than five. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope the next one I'll be able to vote on for you. I, I do apologize. All right. So my number two, you ready? You ready, ready, Chris? Are you ready? I'm never ready for it. 1973's Robin Hood. Fuck. Nice. (laughs) You knew that that was going to be on my list. (laughs) (laughs) After what you said, I was like, yeah, he's probably going to have that one on his list. You knew it. uh, (laughs) I I like... Yes, exactly. Uh, I love how Disney animated the animals. It just is so... I think it's so cool. I I really love it. This was from that style, from that era of animating. This one was my favorite um, from that style time period. Classic Robin Hood story. Now, (laughs) I've had my kids watch it and they love it too. Um, But they always start shooting people with bows and arrows after that. So we have to be careful how often we let them watch it. (laughs) But it really is one of my one of my favorites from that time period. So and of course, Made Marion's dress was amazing. And someday I want it. So there it is. (laughs) Good pick, babe. Good pick. Yeah, thanks. Oh, and I give it a five. Awesome. Not on my list. Good flick. I'm going to give it a 3.8. 3.8, okay. 3.9 uh, because you're so pretty, baby. Uh, 3.9. Aw, thanks. 
All right. I don't think that that's part of the rubric. Um, Everett, what do Just you give Just get your wife uh, on here, Robin Chris, Hood? and then you'll have somebody to vote with. Um, I'm sorry to do this, but uh, I, yeah. I don't I don't like this movie at all. Oh, uh, man. I, 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 I didn't you were gonna tell say you me why. No, I, I didn't necessarily grow up with it, um, but I have a friend who, he's a huge Robin Hood fan, like, the uh, in general, the character, and he's, like, really yeah. into archery and stuff, and so he would always nerd out about this, and I had seen, like, part parts of it, like, being over at friends' houses or stuff, um, and then finally rewatched it probably, like, just after, like, early 20s, and I, I did not get the hype I, I didn't enjoy like any part of it uh oh, and like so like sad. you're saying it's it's from the, it's from the poor side of disney and so uh it's one of the more crude looking art styles of mm-hmm. that time um and so uh it, it didn't please me eyes wise or uh like i didn't like the acting necessarily or the in in general i didn't like the movie which uh <laughs> Bummer. It's just not one of my favorites. Um, That's okay. But I, I do like the song. I do like the song, the the rooster song that he sings that was later sampled for the hamster dance. <laughs> yes, um, the hamster dance. <laughs> so what, what would you give it for the song then? Uh, I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> for the yeah, song. I'm going off the rubric. It's not I'm a zero. It's, it's not <laughs> a zero. Point five. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Okay, a point five. Wow. Okay, so Elizabeth, obviously you know that I really liked this movie. Um, and, and you know, speaking of the vultures, the vultures were really funny in this one. They were hilarious. Um, yeah. So okay. So this is actually directed by the same guy that did the Jungle Book, um, which is you know it's interesting. But I think that the movie has a lot of the same characters too. Yeah. Uh, like Baloo plays um, Little John, uh, and you know it's it's a fun movie. I loved this as a kid. Uh, Prince John, of course. Anytime he hears anything about his mom, he has to suck his thumb. You know, it's it's really fun. It's. I don't know. It didn't get very high praise from the critics. I remember reading about that, how the critics kind of hated it or ever and yeah. said that it was <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong critic. <laughs> uh, but I think it's because of, you know, growing up watching it that I fell in love with it. It's more of a nostalgic thing really than um, anything that has to do with the cinematography or story or whatever. Um, I love this movie. I would give it a four on the grayscale. Um, so that's going to give, Robin Hood, a 13.4 total, which brings us to Omar's second favorite Disney movie of all time. All right. This one's an interesting choice for me. I think it's going to surprise all of you guys because it surprised me. It's a 2015 movie uh, written and directed by Pete Docter and Ronnie Del Carmen. Uh, is it, he the guy we had on the podcast on Fade to Gray, Pete, no, Dr. Pete? No, that's Dr. Pete. Mm. That's not Pete, Dr. I thought the same thing, though. <laughs> Good call. Um, but no, or the uh, author, Pete? Amy, okay, babe. Yes. Amy Poehler, <laughs> Bill Hader, and Phyllis Smith. Mm. You know, Phyllis from The Office, babe. And, oh, and, yes. And I know OA, what you're going to say. Inside um, Out. And I'm choosing this movie because it's one of those movies I didn't really care to watch at all when it first came out. I didn't know anything about it whatsoever. And we own it. And so I've probably watched it at, at least a dozen times since since getting it. 
and it got me. It's one of those movies that like later in my life, like it made me cry. It, like, I think it's mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, just dealing with, you know, Riley, like this teenage girl or preteen, she's young. That's uprooted from Midwest life and moved into San Francisco because her dad got, got this new job, probably, probably in tech and uh um silicon valley <laughs> and it, it follows basically the emotions of this young girl and like the w- one scene of like her parents and it's just you have it's funny it's sad and very clever and i cried that's what i wrote down but <laughs> um i mean you can talk more about the storyline if you want to babe but it's just it's like a headquarters where these memories come in and they're all of her emotions are responsible for generating what memories or things that she feels or and this move messes everything up and there's different islands of like happy memories that are personality being shut. islands of personality islands of yeah that, that affect her personality and joy is trying to be in charge the whole time and it's just it's all about allowing her to fill the whole range of emotions and and they're all trying to take control and it's it's so cleverly well done and so i give it a Mother trucking, four point nine on the grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, Everett, what do you think about Inside Out? Uh, I like Inside Out a lot. Um, it's not like I mean, pretty much everything Omar says. It, it definitely emotionally affects me, but um, I wouldn't say it molded me in any way. Um, and entertainment wise, like I own most of the Pixar movies on Blu-ray and it's not one I ever really like crave or like when I'm looking through all my movies, I'm not like, Oh, that's one I want to watch. Like it's probably uh, of the 19 Pixar movies, probably like around 14 or 13. Uh, So I'd I'd probably give it 3.5. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth inside out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give this one a five. I really loved this movie. I think we may have even seen it in theaters. The, the way they colored it with the lighting and the, the, the the colors were just so bright and so brilliant. And like, like this inside this little girl's mind, which is where this, most of the story takes place. You've got all these memories that if they are, new memories are wonderful memories. They're really bright and very vivid. And then if there's memories that she's forgotten, they go dull. And then the whole scene with the, with her imaginary friend that's in her mind, like, oh my gosh, that's just heart. Like that whole thing is just heartbreaking. Um, I like Pixar movies that have all the touchy feely, <laughs> um, sad bits in it that, that aren't afraid to go deep. I, I love, I love that. So, and this one, I could just identify so much with this movie um, <laughs> as an adult. Yeah, it was a kid movie, but yeah, I really love this movie. Um, so it gets a five for me. And I watched it because okay. of Amy Poehler and, and Phyllis Smith because, you know, they I love them. Yeah. <laughs> They're amazing. Okay. You got it. All right. So that means because I, I have never... I've never even heard of this movie. Oh I just God, looked it up <laughs> and I hadn't even seen the cover before. Okay, I mean, Chris, uh, let me tell you something. You need to put aside your, I hate animated thing and just go watch some animated things. I don't hate animated things. You just, you <clears throat> go watch some a, animated movies. They don't movies. appeal to me nowadays. <laughs> go watch so, some animated movies. <laughs> just okay, do it. <laughs> I, I just, I've never even heard of this. So they must've done a terrible job marketing it because I've never even seen a trailer or a commercial or a, uh, anything. 
I didn't know anything about it coming out this year. To be fair, yeah, I'm excited about the sequel, but yeah, I didn't hear anything about it before it came out. But I'm sorry, but it's going to get a 13.4. It's still pretty good. I mean, uh, you got Robin Hood. It it ties with Robin Hood, so it's got to be a good movie. Uh, I guess I'll have to check it out. But that's going to bring us to my second favorite. Disney movie of all time. And I'm going through my list here. I've got four more on my list that I can choose from and I'm trying to figure out where to go. I'm really trying to figure this out because there's so many good ones here. I'm going to have to go. Fuck. Well, this, this is not a uh, show for Mm. that. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) God, which one do I choose? Okay, I'm just going to fucking do it. Uh, I'm going, you're all going to hate this movie, but I don't care. Uh, I'm going with DuckTales the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp from 1990 uh, by Bob Hathcock, which is a funny last name. Um, (laughs) uh, This movie is so fucking cool. They kind of like modeled it after Indiana Jones. So you've got Scrooge McDuck uh, and, of course, the uh, the three nephews. And, uh, you know, it starts out where they're kind of on this adventure and uh, Scrooge McDuck is on the hunt for a uh, magic lamp. Anyways, the, the, the three nephews find it. And uh, they, of course, get the genie. The genie is just absolutely fantastically voiced by Rip Taylor, uh, who's, you know, he's just got the craziest voice and is, you could point him out from a mile away. Um, And, you know, the genie talks about how he's been entrapped by this, uh, this evil warlock named Murloc, uh, who's voiced by Christopher Lloyd. Um, And, Scrooge finds out about it and there's a big struggle about who's going to have the lamp. And of course the genie, (laughs) it's just a really fun, adventurous movie. Uh, and it's a great cartoon. It's from 1990. So of course I was still watching cartoons at the time. Um, it's awesome. And I love this movie and I'm going to give it a motherfucking five. Has anyone else (laughs) seen the, I don't think I've actually seen the movie. I watched a lot of the TV shows, but I I've didn't. I don't remember seeing this movie. Yeah, it's fine. Everett, have you seen DuckTales, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp? I have not. Uh, you're missing out, my friend. Um, you are missing I, I out. am a subscriber to Disney Plus, um, and you've totally sold me on it. So as soon as uh, I can, I will watch it. Yeah, you got to watch um, it. It's great. You, you you had me at you had me at Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is good. Um. But it's not as good as DuckTales TV show. I will say that much. It's a good, it's a good movie. But if I was rating DuckTales TV show and more me, motorability, it would be like a five. <laughs> I love DuckTales. And I did see the movie. Maybe I was getting a little bit too old by the time I saw the movie for it to really have like a true like mold on me. And it was so. What were you was, ten in nineteen ninety? Yeah, and I didn't see it in theaters or anything. <laughs> like so, I just I ended up like watching it probably when I was like you know like thirteen, eleven, twelve. Oh, okay. So it was all right. It was good. It was like I said. It, like I like the TV show better. I'll give it a three. All right. Uh, that means that Duck tells the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp is going to have an eight on the grayscale. That's okay. I'm fine by that. I, I'm glad it's Toy on Story the list. Four. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's recap that real quick. Let's recap the round. Uh, still in first place, we have the Jungle Book with 17 points, uh, followed by Honey, I Shrunk the Kids at 14.9 points. The what, Lion what? King comes in third with 14.8 points. Uh, after that, we've got a goofy movie with 13.8 points and then tied for fifth place. Uh, you've got Robin Hood and Inside Out with 13.4 points on the grayscale. I can't wait to see where this goes in our number one Disney movies of all time. We're going to start with Everett. Let's hear what you got. Um, okay, so uh, you mentioned, uh, I, I thought this was kind of interesting. You said DuckTales, the movie, and what sold me on it was uh, Indiana Jones um, because one of my top 10 movies of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Uh, I know this because I made a top 10 list for an episode of my podcast back in the day um of my top 10 of all time and also in my top 10 uh actually number three i believe is disney's aladdin from 1992 oh, wow okay awesome um, so whenever i was real quick whenever i was debating on Ducktales the movie i was debating on that or aladdin so i'm so glad you're saying oh, thank this. god thank god yeah. you didn't steal that from me um yeah, I, I, this once again, moldability. This movie made me want to be a animator. Uh, I used to doodle Aladdin and Genie and Jasmine all the time as a kid, uh, even though they probably looked terrible. Um, but and also, I I watched it so many times. Um, oh, yeah. And yet, like I had probably a uh, I don't know ten, twelve, fifteen year gap of watching it as a kid on VHS. And then uh, buying it as an adult, and I've watched it, I don't know, four, maybe three times uh, since on Blu-ray, and every time it's like, it's such a great time. It's so entertaining. The songs are fantastic. Oh, and yeah. uh, this was the, f I think this was really the first Disney movie where they like had an actual comedian playing one of the major roles, Robin Williams, yeah. and they kind of have continued to do this in most of their like uh musical animation movies uh, they'll have some big comedian and basically doing their own bits like i mean he's he's just doing uh impressions and robin william bits the entire time and um uh, everything about it's fantastic it looks great it's it's awesome it's one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time yeah absolutely uh what would you give aladdin it's a five <laughs> awesome uh well i also love this movie i'm gonna go ahead and just talk about it real quick because um i think you're right like the whole idea of hiring robin williams to come in and do the genie was genius um and robin williams kills it i think he probably ad-libbed like 50 percent of his dialogue mm -hmm. throughout this movie uh and then of course the animators had to go back and match it with his voice um <laughs> and he just made this movie and of course, there's a lot of controversies surrounding kind of the, uh, I guess you would say, anti-Middle Eastern um, sentiment with some of the lyrics they had to go back and change that are not the original. Uh, so like you'll hear some of the lyrics now are not the ones that were in the original movie, just because it was a little um, iffy to do. Uh, but anyhow, the movie's fantastic. It did have its own controversies, like the whole uh, magic carpet scene that uh, Omar was talking about earlier. But anyhow, yeah, I love this movie very much. I know it's supposed to be Elizabeth's turn, but I get so excited about Aladdin that I'm going to give it a just five. Come too early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, for Aladdin, I'll do it. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you give Aladdin? It's the magic car. It's the magic carpet scene, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Um, I'm going to give this one. I mean, it's amazing. The music is fantastic. I'm going to give it a four only because I don't think, I don't know that I watched it until I was an adult. It didn't, it's not one of the Disney movies that I like the most. I don't, I don't see Disney princess movies are a whole nother genre for me. I don't, don't like them. And this to me, it is Aladdin, but, um, it's still a Disney princess movie and eh, Jafar freaked me out. And again, I had dreams of, yeah, I had dreams of drowning in sand. So, you know, it freaked (laughs) me out the whole thing. So yeah, it gets a four for me. All right. Omar, what do you think about Aladdin? I like it. Robin Williams is Bay. So (laughs) I I give it a 4.6. Okay. Good job. Yeah. That's a, that's a great pick. Um, I'm so glad that it's on this list because it definitely deserves to be on there. And if I wasn't going to take it for number two, I was thinking about taking it for number one, but since you have it, that's cool. Uh, This is such a great movie and I'm so sad that Disney decided to remake it with the live action uh, because it was absolutely atrocious. And I'm sorry if anyone disagrees with me on that, but it's, it just can't even hold a candle to the animated version. Is it bad that I haven't watched any of the live action movies they've made? No. Of, of all these? No. Um, being somebody who's watched most of them, I'd say The Jungle Book is the only good one. That's good to know. So I haven't wasted yeah. my time yet. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would not waste my time on Aladdin. It is trash. The yeah. new one. Uh, so that means Aladdin is going to get 18.6, which is now the lead movie. Um, and that's going to bring us to Elizabeth, number one favorite Disney movie of all time. All right. Mary Poppins. The original. <laughs> you can all hate on me as much as you want, but it molded the heck out of me. And if my siblings are listening, Mark and Christina, this is for you guys as much as it's for me. <laughs> I love Julie Andrews. I love Dick Van Dyke and the singing and the dancing and jumping into chalk paintings. And it was amazing. I loved it. The end. It gets a five. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're going to say about it. Yeah, because if you haven't seen it, you've been living under a rock. And if you okay. don't like it, then we can move on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Everett, have you seen Mary Poppins? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I was afraid yeah. you might not have seen it. Seen it many Does it times. get a point five two? <laughs> uh, no, Mary Poppins get a, gets a four from me. Yes. I love Mary Poppins. Yeah. Well, okay. It, it doesn't get the moldability category. It, I don't think it necessarily molded me. I mean, I it I, I watched it a a lot. I, I'm not so much when I was a kid. I'm sure I saw it a couple times on, on TV, but since then I've probably watched it three times as an adult, and uh, even uh, have watched uh, the uh, biopic about uh, Peel Travers and Walt Disney yeah. saving Mr. Banks from Disney. Yeah, I've watched that a few times and love it. And uh, I saw the sequel in theaters the but in 2018, and it made my top ten list. Made number ten. Nice. So. I love Mary Poppins. Uh, I like musicals and all that. So it it really, I enjoy it, but didn't mold me necessarily. Okay. Well, uh, Omar, have you seen Mary Poppins? Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, the chimney sweeps. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't have put it on my <laughs> list, but I mean, the acting is amazing. Uh, Dick Van Dyke, uh, I love him. I, I love the one scene at the end, near the end, where uh, like all the, rich bosses or other 
old white men were in the chairs and she was doing the singing and they're, everything's going crazy and they're like losing control and that was that was pretty cool so like i'll give it a 4.5 it's a good choice wow. good movie like uh, wow uh, i didn't think i was gonna get that from you thanks babe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just remember okay. that you docking my point for just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have not seen Mary Poppins. Is Fuck this one of you, those Chris. like? Uh, is this one of those live actions where they also had cartoons in there with it? No. Yes. Yeah. When they jump I'll in the chalk over. painting, they have cartoons with it. But when okay. they are not in the chalk painting, it's all live action. Okay, I haven't seen it, um, but. Uh, no, I, I haven't seen it. I I think I'm confusing this movie with bed knobs and broomsticks. You could what, be. Did, mm. did it have Angela Lansbury? Uh, yeah, she might. But no, 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 no. That's bed knobs and broomsticks. Okay. All right, so that's the one I've seen. So I can't vote on it. This is going to get a 13.5 on the grayscale, which is way higher than I thought it was going to get. Whenever you first said it. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. It actually beat out Robin Hood and Inside Out. So there you go. Um, that's going to bring us to Omar's number one Disney movie of all time. Man, I feel like I'm taking a major risk with this one after watching how this game is played out, (sighs) but I'm still going for it because it's on the mobility. It's probably one of the Disney movies that has stuck with me as I've gotten older for other reasons, but 1951 Alice in Wonderland. Whoa. Okay, interesting. Yes, yes, and this is interesting because I actually have some stuff to say, some stuff to say about this because I did some research and some things I didn't really know or think about, but made me just kind of solidify this as my number one. So, yeah. and it's definitely a way before its time movie. If you think about, it, it came out in 1951. I mean, obviously, yeah. the story itself was written in 1865 by a, a dude named Charles Lutwidge. Dodson, um, but went by the pseudonym of Lewis Carroll. So it's Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. Um, Disney uh, did not like this movie. It's not one of their favorites. It, whenever they list it as like their movies, it normally gets just a brief mention and they move on. Like Walt himself, um, you know, thought it was a flop. It kind of flopped in the box office when it when it first came out. Um, mm. Let's see. It's uh, called a chilly film because it's kind of like more on the dark side of things as far as like what Disney would do or put out. It's not uh, your princess movie. Uh, the main ca- character, Alice, this young girl who is n- not just a one personality sort of character. You know, she's like much more out of the box. Um, she's not shy. She has more than one emotion. Uh, she gets mad, befuddled. Uh, disgusted, amused, and stands up to the adults, which in again in the 1950s is unheard of. So, oh yeah, the film is way before its time. Um, they they say it's like subversiveness, uh, showing that the world of adults, it, with all of its rules and logic, um, can be purely nonsense, and a child can be the only sane person in the lot um, through it all. It's it's fun. It's like kind of pretty much action packed from the beginning to the end. Um, if you don't know the storyline, you've been living under a rock. Like I said, it's older than our some of our grandparents at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, not it molded mine. me. Uh, I'm, not mine. Um, <laughs> Everett's probably. Uh, 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 
I'm, I'm going to give it a... The story definitely is older than Dirt. Is, oh, yeah. So, um, I'm going to give it a five. It's my number one. Okay. And um, there's, you know, some drug references and stuff as you get older. So, like, in my teens, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland admit different things. You think she's now having... Now I You think she's having one big acid trip, you know, and there's different yeah it's so and really that's kind of like if you think about there's a song by jefferson airplane um i think it's called doorman or whatever or and it's like remember what the doorman said feed your head and it's kind of true it's like if, if you grew up reading alice in wonderland it's like all about her like taking these different drugs one pill makes you larger one pill makes you small you know and the hookah smoking caterpillar tells you where to go anyway <laughs> i'm done i wonder if the <laughs> author like originally was doing all the drugs and that was the original thing or if this was just a Precursor to the sixties. I, I think it's a precursor <laughs> to the sixties. They 60s. brought it in, but I mean, there's a lot of drug doing in in the movie or in the show or in the book. So I, I think that's pretty undeniable. There's definitely a reference to drugs there. Um, yeah, Everett, have you seen Alice in Wonderland? Uh, for the first time all the way through last March. Wow. Oh. Okay. Wow. Did you take anything? beforehand uh no uh straight edge till the grave um no i i uh i i never really um i i'd seen like bits of it when i was a kid but uh never the whole thing and yeah so i watched the whole thing all the way through last year and uh i didn't hate it but at the same time it it wasn't necessarily for me probably yeah um because uh I mean, it kind of, I don't know if how many uh, Disney movies you've watched, but like right after their, uh, the uh, strike in 1941, uh, they started putting out all these anthology movies, like one called uh, Saludos Amigos, I think, where it's like, they're just Saludos doing these, amigos, yeah. yeah, they're doing these uh, uh, anthology musical movies and Alice in Wonderland seemed like kind of the bridge back into their narrative movies because it does feel like just a bunch of random things that happen throughout it and uh it it just wasn't my thing i don't think so i'd probably give it a mm, 2.5 damn wow that's generous okay i don't think that's generous at all <laughs> <laughs> for not being your thing to give it you know uh, you, half, i mean pretty much half points it's not bad uh elizabeth have you seen alice in wonderland i have seen it it did not mold and? me it did not mold me, and it the storyline just didn't make sense to me. It never has. So I, I, I love you very much, babe, but I'm giving it a three. <laughs> I think that's nice. Um, well, Omar is silent for the first time in a while. What do you think? What, what are you giving it, Chris? <laughs> I, already, I already voted on mine. I give it a five. Um, Chris. No, I know, but uh, I was just wondering what you're thinking about everyone's uh, opinions about Alice in Wonderland. I knew it was a risk. I knew what I was. I looked. Yeah. I looked at my other list before I even said anything to see if I wanted to bring something else in that would score higher amongst just because I could play the field. But I'm like, nah, fuck you guys. This you know is my what, Omar? One. I was gonna give this movie a one because I don't really like it. 
Uh, <laughs> but because you have the balls to put a movie on here that you don't know is going to get you know points or not, I'm giving you a motherfucking two, brother. And Power to the people. Wow. Power I, to the people. I did the exact same thing with DuckTales the movie because people need to watch that shit. Uh, okay, so that means that Alice in Wonderland is going to get a 12.5, which... I am so shocked at the movies that are not on this list. Uh, we're down to the very last, which is my pick and I've got a pick and it, it's, do I do something recent or do I do something that's uh, a tried and true classic that definitely meant something to me at the time? <sighs> the show is called movies that molded you. All right. I'm going to go for the old one. Uh, this is an obvious choice to be on this list. 1989, Ron Clements and John Musker directed mm. uh, The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, this movie Under is so sea. fucking great. Exactly. Ah. Um, the music in this movie really inspired me. I think this is the the Disney cartoon where the songs would not get out of my head and I would just sing them all day long. Even the ones from Ariel. I think I probably sounded like Ariel in 1989. So, you know, <laughs> I sounded great in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Uh, I mean, I can still sing the entire fucking song today because I sang it so many fucking times. And then, of course, um, Sebastian, Under the Sea. The characters are great. The animation's great. Um, the character of Ursula was always so dark and, and amazing. And, and the was, voice actor for that, Pat Carroll. Oh, my God. She's out of this world fantastic yeah. in that movie. Yeah, the the here's one thing that's interesting about the movie is that Disney was actually sued due to phallus-shaped castle structures uh, <laughs> and the wedding officiator uh, whenever Eric and uh, Ariel get married. He got an erection, but some people say it was his knee, you know, but it's pretty clearly an <laughs> erection. Uh, so, you know, Disney oh trying gosh. to be pervs again. Um but man, this movie fucking molded me. The, the music was great. It's what, you know, kind of inspired me to start singing in the first place. I think, uh, as a musician, I think that's really important. So I love this movie very much. And of course I'm going to give it a five on the grayscale. Uh, Everett, what do you think about the little mermaid? Uh, I like it. Uh, I didn't see it a lot as a kid. Um, so my real, like all the way through watch with like, very a large focus was as an adult like probably either last year or the year before and i, I really enjoyed it um like I, and once again the the music was one thing that stuck with me all the through my childhood and now as a, a woke adult it's hard not to sing uh outside of Bash, sebastian's uh accent um, right. i found out <laughs> um but uh you mentioned, yeah, the, it's the first Clements and well, not the first Clements and Musker movie. It's their first big one because I think they yeah. did the Great Mouse Detective. Um, yeah, and, and that uh, was a great movie. like I say, I'm, I mean, those guys have stuck with me for years. I mean, like I said, Aladdin was my number one, so uh, right, they're they're great. Um, I think it's the first one where th- with uh, Ashman and uh, Mencken doing the music for Disney, right? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm coming, not sure, but. Uh, and we've been we've already talked about them. This part, Little Shop of Horrors, they're 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 great. Aladdin's great. Um, everything about this movie is fantastic for me, except for it's a bit too short. Like it flies by super fast, and I don't think necessarily based on good pacing. It's just a very short film, and uh, so uh, 
And well, that's it, just because of how fun it is, you know. Right. It's just so fun. It flies <laughs> by. Um, I, I don't think it necessarily molded me either. But so I think I'm gonna give it a three point five. Two point five. All right. Four point five. <laughs> all right 3.5 uh elizabeth what do you think about the little mermaid okay so i'm giving it a four because it did mold me so it gets a point there um the animation was great the music was amazing um what i even when i watched it as a child though i didn't like the storyline that she had really? to choose. Yeah, I didn't like it. I'm like, she has to leave her dad? Like, she she lost her mom, but she was really mean to her dad, which bothered me as a kid. And now it's like just well, straight up disrespect. Right, I get that. But even expected. as a kid, <laughs> even as a kid, I was like, <laughs> she left her dad, like completely left him. Like, there's no way she, she can he ever does destroy see him all again. of her stuff. I that's mean, true. He does destroy like, all of her stuff. That seems a bit and abusive. Yeah, and he's got several other daughters. Okay, whatever. I didn't like the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> and she got married at 16. What the ever living F? Okay. Like she that she's is like weird. I need to go look into the world and like she's there for a week and decides to get married to this guy. Like come well, on. Now, hold on. Maybe maybe that was a coda. Maybe they waited a couple of years. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> It was the 1600s, you know. <laughs> she was probably only going to live till like, what, 50? That's right. Oh, my so. gosh. Either way. <laughs> she was in her prime. I did. Uh, yeah. But it gets a four for me because, you know, every time you get in the pool when you're a little girl and you've seen that movie, you have to do the mermaid hair thing, sweeping out of the water and hoping that your hair flies behind you and it's just stuck to your back and your neck because it's wet hair. <laughs> I never experienced that, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, Omar, what do you think about The Little Mermaid? What year did this come out? 1989. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the year means been... so much to Omar. Yeah. It really this does. could have been in our uh, 80s high school movies, right? Because it's a teenager. I was going to say the exact same thing. This could have been an 80s teen movie for sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh I other than the music, the only thing Sebastian st- the stood out to me. Other than that, I wasn't into it. I didn't get into the whole love story side of it, and I don't know uh, water movies. I don't know. I, I <laughs> <laughs> water movies. Water, water movies. movies. What does that Seriously, mean? Seriously, I, I have a thing against water movies, man. I don't know. I drowned when I was three years old. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> that makes sense. But she had boobies more than any of the other princesses. This is a movies with That's the boobies. That's why she's my favorite. Uh, clearly. I, <laughs> I, I just, no. I'll give it a two. What the fuck? <laughs> that is, no. God. That score is simply because you want me to lose. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I it's not, cannot accept it's that not, score. I, I don't. I don't like the movie. <laughs> I dislike. It. Oh my and, god! And by the way, yep. I wasn't going to say anything, but yep. just your description <laughs> of this movie tells me so much about you, Chris. And anytime you want to come out, just know I'm in full support. <laughs> I'm here for you. What was my What was my description of it that made you think that? I mean, I just imagined you singing all of Ariel's parts in the shower as a kid. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
<laughs> oh my gosh! It wasn't just Ariel; it was also uh-huh. Sebastian. Uh-huh. Okay, sure, it's okay. I, I'm not. Oh. I'm not judging. I'm, it's just. It, it makes sense. <laughs> oh well. As usual, Omar is wrong. Um, so that means that <laughs> Little Mermaid is going to get a fourteen point five on the grayscale, which I think is a pretty good score, and I don't even care. All right. Um, Be proud. Do man. we want to talk really quick? about (laughs) do we want to talk really quick about our uh honorable mentions yeah definitely yeah yeah let's throw out some honorable mentions everett do you have any yeah um i mean i had some like as backups which i i wasn't sure i mean toy story the first one like definitely molded my sense of humor um but uh i don't know um i and then i threw on Mulan, yeah, because uh, that one, That's a like, good one. It was as Never a, saw uh, it. I listened to the uh, soundtrack like all the time as a kid, uh, or, or even preteen. Uh, um, and then I put Tangled, hmm. which came out in like 2010, something like that. Uh, and it was because it. It, it, um, it the Rapunzel story, Chris. Uh, uh, it's pretty funny. I had a very big change like it did mold me in a little bit of a way i think it's a good choice it's a hilarious movie it's very funny so without putting every single pixar movie and other animated movie (laughs) on my list um i had newsies the um the older version pirates of the caribbean (laughs) pirates of the caribbean and rescuers (laughs) down under which i didn't realize was disney i didn't think rescuers down under was disney but i when i was looking it up, it's on the list yeah and rescuers yeah. make the original yeah. rescuers too, but rescuers done under I liked better. I had the original rescuers on my list, so yeah, the rescuers down under is, I, I guess, better. But it's far superior. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Down under right. was far superior. I it was, so. and it was the only theatrical Disney sequel until recently. Ralph breaks the internet. I think was the next one, which came out like two really? years ago. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, theatrical sequel. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense because I'm thinking there was like more than one Aladdin, but yeah, that makes right. sense. Okay, um, Omar, what about you? Any honorable mentions? Well, I mentioned the Rescuers was on my list. Um, the Great Mouse Detective as well. Uh, see, Zootopia, I thought was a really oh. good movie. That's more recent. Um, and let's see, Moana and Fantasia was also on the list. Yeah. Fantasia would would be a hard sell to actually like because it's i don't know that i like it i mean <laughs> i like it to a point and then the br- i never made it through like after the broom scene like after that always was just too much the magic and the broom scene and and I just never recovered from that as a kid so yeah i tried to watch fantasia and couldn't get through it i just hated it uh all right so my honorable mentions, I would definitely add the 2017 movie Coco. I love that movie so much. And oh, I yeah. actually Haven't would have seen it. never seen this. You've not seen that? She won't allow our kids to see movies like that. Why? I don't know. It's the wrong it's the wrong type of magic. It's do you it's, not like Hispanic people? No. I, I think I think that's what it is. You can't it's watch the princess it. and the gotcha. we, we can't watch the princess and the frog either. I think it's a race oh thing. Gosh. There's no magic in Coco. What are you talking about? It's dead people. There's- okay. But there it's the Day of the Dead. It's a respectful and loving holiday. Your mom's okay. a respectful and loving holiday. 
<laughs> I love this movie. Is this the only Pixar movie you've seen, Chris? No, I've seen other. Like, I really like uh, Monsters, Inc. Um, okay. I thought that movie was really great. I, that's probably the only other movie that I could put on my list because I haven't seen any of the other ones. <laughs> I'm shocked you, you've actually seen one, seen something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I love that movie. So are y'all ready to find out what movies are the definitive top five Disney movies of all time according to movies that molded me? Let's hear it. Yes. And then I get to do who won because I have the list. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think she she won. She's so happy. Well, I don't know. Uh, We'll see. Might have been by a matter of only points, uh, like very minuscule points. Uh, Coming in at number five with 14.5 points, we've got... The Little Mermaid. Heck yeah. Made the list. Suck it, Omar. <laughs> with 14.8 points, we've got The Lion King. Whoop, whoop. With 14.9 points, we've got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids at number three. At number two, we've got Jungle Book with 17 points. And drum roll, please. <laughs> with 18.6 points, our number one is Aladdin. Yeah. Really great list. Actually. I mean, those are movies that I wouldn't mind watching and they're cartoons and live action, you know, silly movies. So I, I love this list. I think it's great. Really saw the list. You guys. Yeah. Good job. Let's find out who won Elizabeth. Let's All start right. Out with the loser. In fourth place, don't say it so harshly. In fourth place with 37.4 points is our dear guest, Everett. I'm so sorry. Oh, Everett. Sorry, buddy. Chris thought it was me. That's why he's being so rude. (laughs) I blame Toy Story 4. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from from winner to loser, there was only a a four-point gap. So, I mean. Wow. That's pretty good. It is. Uh. In third place, with 39.5 points, is Chris, our resident yeah. hobbit. Yay! That's me. That just means I beat him. I don't even care. <laughs> That's all I needed to know. <laughs> at at 40.8 points is Mr. Tall, Dark, and Handsome, Omar. Hey, my wife won! Which, which means I won with 41.7 points. Ah! It is about time. Elizabeth, congratulations on your first Movies That Molded Me win. What <laughs> thank was, you. How, how thank much did you, you win I'd like by? to thank the Academy. <laughs> Not many points. Um, less than a point, less than a full point, I beat you. <laughs> but uh, I demand Everett. a recount. <laughs> remember that full point? She's you, right. You dedu- I remember that full too. point deducted me for no reason, and I gave you a nice 4.5. Just remember that tonight all right <laughs> well elizabeth i'm very proud of you congratulations <laughs> for winning of course Thanks. when it comes to cartoons elizabeth's gonna win uh Hopefully. everett you were so generous to to give us your time and come on thank oh, you very I love much talking about movies so yeah of course. uh can people find you on social media anywhere if they want to maybe talk uh, to you about your movies sure yeah follow me on instagram or letterboxd uh everett d mobley all one word so yeah check it out awesome and that's M O B L Y, right? Yes. No E in there. I'm pretty good at butchering names, though. And Geek Cinema <laughs> Podcast, though. Check them out there as well. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, defunct for a year now. So, but 120 <laughs> or so episodes you can go listen to if you want. I'll go check it out for sure. I love podcasts. I'm, I mean, what else do I got to do besides listen to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you next week. Peace. 
as always, Movies That Molded Me is brought to you by the Fade to Gray Network. Make sure to go check out the newest podcast over at the Fade to Gray Network called Mental, which is a dive into mental health by Fade to Gray's own Seth Showalter. Now listen, since everyone is self-quarantined, why don't you go ahead and take the opportunity to go and give Movies That Molded Me a five-star rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening to the Movies That Molded Me 